Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And we are back with John Olson, his latest book, Stranger West, his website linked up at coasttocoastam.com. John, why do you think the people love the paranormal? I mean, this show is driven by the paranormal. It has been for years. What do you think draws people to it? You know, I think it's just the unknown, the uh, the belief that that you know there are things out there that we can't explain, uh, whether it's you know scientifically yet or whatever it is, um, whether you know some people's passion are UFOs and some are Bigfoot or cryptids, and just the fact that that there's you know questions out there that need to be answered, um, that. Um, that there's almost this feeling of magic still in the air that has people, you know, you know, driving towards a goal. And a lot of people, when they have a paranormal experience, whether it's a ghost or UFO or whatever it is, um, they want to understand what it was that happened to them. They want to know, you know, what it is that that they've seen. And I think that really drives people on. I remember as a child or as a, as a, I guess, a young adult, um, watching this show on Fox about the magician that would show a trick and then he would show how it was done. And I remember being so angry as a kid because it seemed like it almost wiped away the magic. Right, and the it. surprise, the awe. A, yeah, the awe and surprise of it. But I think it's that that part that we all have inside of us that's still, you know, a, a kid inside that... We want to we want to believe and we want to understand and definitely with you know we all we all are going to pass through and and pass on where you know none of us get out of this alive so it's it's that wanting to understand you know that there is something after this life uh, helps people as well and also the you know those of us who have lo- lost loved ones these stories help us uh, to understand that that they may be physically gone, but they're not completely gone. And I think that brings comfort to people as well. We'll take calls with John Olson next hour and in the perhaps even your paranormal stories. Is there a dark side to the paranormal end, John? Oh, yeah, definitely there is. Um, most of the stories that I write about are, are generally people who have stumbled across something um, by accident and... Um, there are definitely things that you can stumble ac- across. Um, I, I think, for example, uh, I interviewed a, a gentleman named Tyler, and his story is in the book. And him and his girlfriend, Jill, it was the early 2000s, and he was not an outdoorsman, but she had grown up camping, and so he promised to take her camping. So they had gone. Uh, they, they lived just outside of Sparks, Nevada, and they went to the um, the Sierra Mountains to just find a place to camp. And they did, and they had a nice evening. He said there was a really heavy, scary feeling to it, but he just attributed that to the fact that he'd, he'd never really camped before, never spent the night in the wilderness. And in the middle of the night, he woke up to a strange sound of someone walking in the camp, and they seemed to have a heavy rasp in the, you know, deep breathing mm-hmm. and he, uh, and not like an animal. No, not like an animal no. animal. He said it was to, on two feet when he went to grab his flashlight. 
uh, he knocked something off in the tent, and, and the creature ran a little ways off. He was able to get his flashlight and open up the door and shine it around, and his flashlight hit, the beam hit this this person, what he originally thought was a person, standing about 30 feet from him, facing away from him. Uh, he said that... And running away? It was standing there, uh, bracing itself against the tree. It was emaciated, um, skinny. You could see uh, pale skin. You could see all of the bones, you know, in his back. And at first he thought maybe it was a homeless person. He called out to it, and, hey, what's going on? And it turned over its shoulder to look at him, and he said he just, his his breath just caught in his throat because the eyes were sunken in. Oh, the, the lips were pulled back from... Like a ghoul feet. or something. Huh? Yes, exactly. And his girlfriend saw it as well, and they both jumped up and threw all of their stuff in the, in the car. I'm leaving this hand. campsite right now. <laughs> I am taking off. I'm out of here. And uh, he was, you know, just even interviewing him so many years after, just the fear in his voice. You know, it was something very out of the ordinary. And in doing some research, I, I, I believe they went, ran into what, what is called a Wendigo, which is a Native American spirit creature that's created whenever um, an individual turns to cannibalism, is their belief. Uh-huh. Okay. And, yeah. And so hmm. definitely that, in that case, was something evil, something just dark and... And extremely scary. What is it about the paranormal, John, that even the toughest person could break down like these people and want to hightail it out of there? You know, I, it's just the unknown. Um, a lot of times, especially in, in this person's case, they were come face to face with something they never imagined was possible. It's something out of a movie, out of a, you know, a horror film. And I think that you know, it even takes your brain a few moments to, maybe even it takes years for you to go through and and really break apart what happened to you. Um, it can be an extremely scary situation. I bet so. Now, other cryptids, of course, we you know we get and you mentioned earlier Bigfoot stories. Mm-hmm. That happens, and I I guess that Western type part of the United States gets a lot of Bigfoot stories too, doesn't it? It does, yeah. I get quite a few Bigfoot stories. Um, Would you one, say 30% of your paranormal stories are Bigfoot-related? Um, yeah, probably close to that, yep. yeah. Um, there's a good um, mixture, but yeah, for definitely on cryptids that uh, the vast majority of those are, are Bigfoot uh, sightings in northern Utah. It seems, to, it seems to be quite a few of those in northern Utah. And again, through the Uinta Mountains, um, it seems to be a hot spot for him. John Olson with us as we're talking about his work, Stranger West. Of of all these stories that you've uncovered, which ones, of course, would you categorize as the weirdest? What um, kind of stories? You know, uh, I probably would go back to either um, cryptids or, again, the glitches in the Matrix. Some of those just... Uh, it seemed to make no sense whatsoever, and they don't seem to be tied to anything where you could, you know, if it's a haunting, you can tie that to a ghost, or if it's a cryptid, you're going to tie it to a creature or a spirit in the forest. Um, glitches in the Matrix seem to be just abnormal things that 
that almost seem to to toy with your brain, you know, changing your memories or, you know, uh, coming face-to-face with your doppelganger, which has happened. Um, Just really strange things like that that seem to be able to turn your whole world up on on its nose. And I, I think that one is really hard to explain to people. Well, I think so, too. Now, you know, with some of these stories, do you ever come across stories of the devil popping up anywhere? Um, You know, I I have not done a lot of those. Uh, Like I said, I have interviewed people who have had experiences with Ouija boards and come across spirits that that pretend to be one thing but are in fact another. Um, I really run into very few uh, demonic kind of things. Uh, I find lately when I interview people, uh, because of some of the television shows or because of some of the media that's out there, uh, they automatically turn to believe, oh, I've got a demon in my house. When um, when I interview or help them, you know, it can be anything from just simple things to the house or even just a haunting, which, you know, 99% of the time I believe is just somebody who's passed on. And I, I like to I like to tell people that, you know, even though someone's passed on, it's just like meeting people on the street. Uh, nine out of ten are going to be fairly good people. It's that that tenth person that might be not the best person in the world that you want to be uh, dealing with. John, what do you think the other side is like, life after death? You know, I think that it's closer than we think. I think it's almost like there's a veil between us and and those that have passed on. Um and in certain circumstances, uh, whether it's um, uh, a loved one or someone who lived in the area or is attached to a certain object, um, it's pretty easy that we might come across them. I definitely believe that there are those that are more sensitive to that and may have more experiences that way, um, gifts, if you would. But I definitely think that they're out there and they're, they're all around um, some helpful, some not. Well, I think so, too. John Olson again with us. His book, latest book, Stranger West, Paranormal True Stories from Western United States. Are you ever going to branch out to the East Coast? You know, I hope so. I hope so. Like I said, you know, I'm still collecting stories and still going. I I have a couple from Texas now um, just recently, so definitely going to be expanding. I I think that the paranormal is all over, and some of my favorite things to do is after I get a story, whenever I can, to travel to that area and get a feel for it on my own. And so I definitely would love to travel even further through the United States and and just learn more and more uh, about the paranormal and folklore, which I believe goes hand in hand with uh, paranormal stories, things that, that start out as activity or uh, experience people have and passed down through generations uh, as folklore. Of all the paranormal aspects that you've investigated, which is the one that you personally would like to witness? I I would really like to see a Sasquatch or Bigfoot. You would? Um, I would, yeah. That's, that's something I would love to do. Uh, growing up, I was uh, quite the outdoorsman. Um, when I was in high school, there, you know, whenever... My friends were skipping school to go to the the mall or out to dinner. I was skipping to go fishing or hiking, 
And so I've spent a lot of time up there, and maybe I've been close, but uh, ultimately I would love to have that experience of, of seeing a Sasquatch. Would you want to see somebody who was departed? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I believe that in my experience I have, I've seen a full-body apparition in the home that I grew up in. And, um, yeah, definitely wouldn't be all right with um, having loved one who's passed on come back and, and, and talk to me. I'd be all right with that. Too. What do you think ETs and UFOs really are, John? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think a lot of what we see are, are government um, aircraft, but that can't explain everything that we right. see. Um, it would be absurd to think that we were alone in the universe uh, with everything and that we're learning uh, about different planets and that life is probably not as rare as we originally thought. Uh, I also believe that, you know, for a long time people thought they were probably so far away there's no way they could get here. However, I honestly believe that uh, we, we, even though we don't have the technology, that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist to where they would be able to travel faster than the speed of light or using wormholes or whatever it is. Uh, I'm a big believer in that sci-fi can lead to, you know, what's really going to happen in the future. So I, I would not be surprised whatsoever if we're being visited by um, extraterrestrials. It would not surprise me at all. Calls at the top of the hour with John Olson. Uh, questions and possibly your own stories as well. It's it's truly amazing. Have you come across anybody with the remote viewing capabilities that you would consider part of the supernatural or paranormal? Um, I have not come across anybody who's who's worked with that. I've done some research and read a lot about it, and I it's, find it's the real deal. Yeah, it does. And and with the government having used it, and um, you know the hits that people are able to get, um, I believe I've met people who, you know, have spiritual gifts that may actually would be primed to be able to do that if they were taught that. Um, but nobody who's, who's actually done it themselves, I haven't actually been able to interview those people, but I would love to. How about OBEs, out-of-body experiences? Anything there? Um, yeah, um, I have interviewed a few people um, who've had out-of-body experiences. I haven't been able to put those in any of my books yet, but I do have a few stories about um, people who... Um, who have out-of-body out of experiences. Nobody who has passed on and who, who died and came back, but uh, people who were asleep and, and woke up to see their own body or to travel um, outside of their body and be able to recognize things that they wouldn't have necessarily known um, otherwise, if that makes sense. The weird stories for me, John, are the stories where people will call in and uh, talk about a hitchhiker. Uh, and a truck driver may pick up a hitchhiker of uh, of a girl or something, and it turns out to be somebody who had died. They want to be dropped off near a cemetery or something. Those are weird. Those are. I, I really like those stories. It's interesting. I find a lot of uh, stories where, um, you know, people are like, oh, this happened to my uncle's brother, and, and, I, and I try really hard to hunt those people down to get those stories uh, firsthand because... I, I love stories like that, um, hitchhikers or phantom cars. They're freaky, aren't they? They are, yeah. It's uh, it's kind of amazing 
some of the stories that you get and, and the experiences people have with the paranormal. Any angel stories? Mm, yeah, I have had uh, a few of those. I had a story of an individual who um, was visited by um, his grandmother who had passed who had passed away and came back and visited him. Uh, also a story of a gentleman who he, he had crashed his motorcycle and he was raring to buy a new one and him and his wife were shopping just uh, in the grocery store and the gentleman that walked up to him that nobody else had seen or could see who had a tore up jacket and looked like he'd been in an accident told him that he should not buy another motorcycle he said i had a, he, he said i had a wonderful family but i can't see them anymore and you are not supposed to buy a motorcycle because you won't be able to see your family again and he Ooh. believed it was somebody who had passed on and was warning him that he shouldn't buy another motorcycle, which uh, I found that was a really creepy and yet, you know, uplifting story that there was somebody that cared enough to let him know. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.